Days in Reform with Matt and Sarah. Hey, Ipuki. It's episode three of our podcast. Yep. And we are outside on our porch. Yep. With the Alabama ambiance. The cicada. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Millions of them. Uh, Yeah, sure. (laughs) I don't know how many there are. It's a nice night. It's not sticky. (laughs) (laughs) It's usually too sticky to be outside in June and July. That's pretty bad. So it's pretty good tonight. Yeah. I don't. Buggy. Like yeah. mosquitoes and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's not I, too bad. Yeah, we're doing good. I like the South. Yeah. I didn't think I would. We didn't. We're not from the South originally. Well, yes, yeah. you are. Uh, Texas is South. Texas is considered the South, I guess. Yeah. Um, and um, Oklahoma's Southern, but it's more Midwestern. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of. I think you could still get into some rednecks stereotypes there, but. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about all of them. Let's listen. List the stereotypes. <laughs> no, I'm I kidding. Think, don't do that. I was. I mean, I just. I. I don't know because we're not around people that talk about Oklahoma. Yeah. So I think that my my guess is that I still think you could pro- you probably find a cowboy hat or two in Oklahoma. Yeah. Okay, and definitely in Texas. Mm-hmm. But moving to Alabama for both of us, I think, was kind of like a. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And especially growing up, like, in high school, it's like, we could, like, to be successful, like, step one was leaving Alabama. Leave Alabama. Get out. Yeah. And we didn't. Nope. And we have plans to. I dabbled in it, but I went to Florida. (laughs) (laughs) You did too. And Uh, we came back, so. Back to to Alabama. Had kids in Alabama. Yeah. Staying in Alabama. And I think it's paying off. I know. And it's weird. I think we forget that. Until we read headlines, you know, and it's, it seems like they're headlines from another planet. Yeah. Like, how would that possibly fly here? Right. And it wouldn't, is the is the answer to that. And so, and it's, it's more than that, too. It's like, people are arguing over, or getting so caught up in some of the weirdest things, and I don't know, like, they must be so pampered to have these problems, I guess. <laughs> okay, so I'll tell you one thing that I noticed... Where Alabama, where I think one thing, maybe the first time I really started to be like, you know, Alabama's pretty good. And at least in our community where we go, I think, like, racism, mm-hmm. not an issue. That's what that, like, I assumed moving to Alabama that that was going to be, it was going to be race wars every day. Right. Like right. Detroit, like 1960s Detroit. Yeah. Or or 1960s Alabama, Birmingham. Birmingham. It's like this. It's like the stigma, you know, that you think about when you hear Alabama is you think about racism and Jim Crow laws and stuff like that. But we we, in coming here, that doesn't. I don't fly around here. I don't think so. I I mean, it's it's very and much worse growing up in Katy, Texas. The racism there really than than I saw here at all. Yeah, I thought I was sort of shielded from it because. being like in the military i think there's a lot and so i thought that it was well maybe i'm just not seeing it because that's it's not it's family yeah that's not an environment that we're you know and but it's but we went we didn't go to a military i went to you know the public high school around here and i Mm -hmm. went to you know and obviously i don't know it's just we i can't i don't i don't know it's just some of the stories i don't see here 
what other people seem to be experiencing elsewhere. And I think at least in our community, at least what we see in Alabama, I don't, I feel like we're, we're doing pretty good with, you know, we, there's not a racism issue. Like it would be, I think if yeah. you were to be a KKK or even like telling the jokes or just like, it's kind of yeah, like, no, like, you're sort of shut down. Yeah. yeah. That's not cool. We're not, we're not, we're not about that. Yeah. So I noticed that I didn't appreciate it, I guess, until obviously recently, and it was yeah. When you're an adult raising a family, I think it's like, oh man, this is nice. Mm-hmm. The you're talking raising a family in Alabama. The politeness, mm-hmm. one thing where it's people, you know, it may be sort of made fun of, but really, I think that is like you had somebody came to Alabama, moved to oh, Alabama yeah. for that. There was a there was a, a rep. Um, that was that was from Brazil, and uh, he came to visit well, my previous job. He came to visit to help us out with some stuff, and he was describing basically after hanging out with us long enough, you know, in a conference room, and we're just joking and having a good time, and uh, and I think he I, I don't know if his expectation was like he was nervous or whatever, um, but we're we're a chill, relaxed people for the most part, it seems like, and he was saying that he had you know. In the company that he worked for, he had basically had his choice. He could move kind of anywhere in the United States and and have a job. And he was really thankful that he had chosen the South, the you know the Southeast or whatever. Uh, and described having like toured different places and uh, he specifically called out New York mm-hmm. and how he was sitting there trying. And I laughed because we kind of went through the same problem when we visited New York, where you come up to the uh, to like the kiosk where you need to buy a subway ticket. And I was just kind of like looking it over, like, okay, what are we doing? And then doing the mental math, like, am I getting taken here? You know, am I spending too much money on a ticket? And there are people behind you, like, you are not a person to them. You are an obstacle. Yeah. You know, and uh, and he just, he said he went through the same thing. He was looking to buy a, a ticket or whatever and uh, for the subway. And someone, like, basically was shouting at him, move, move, move. And then he eventually was like, someone just shoved him out of the way. Yeah. Know? And I was like, oh, my goodness, that wouldn't fly here. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone would... You know, get your name, ask you where you're from, you know, invite you to dinner while <laughs> yeah. helping you, you know, <laughs> figure out this kiosk, you know, or whatever it is. It's fine. It's because, you know, it's interesting because we talked about negatively about the Bible Belt being, you know, as far as in, in Christianity, it's sort of like the, yeah, I'm a Christian, bless your heart, but that's, as, you know, as far, that's as deep as you go mm-hmm. in Christianity. Like, you, around, you know, it seems to be a problem. But at the same time you do have that bless your heart southern hospitality and so it's such a blessing to be like to you know to live here to raise our kids here to to see sort of how you know man we just thought we thought it was gonna be i guess like it would sort of cripple us to stay here like in in our lives and it's just such backwards thinking i guess when you really change your values and then it's it's been a blessing to see it's also true like when you get a little bit older and you realize like the things that you were reaching for as a as a teenager as you know things that would you wanted to sort of like put on your shelf and be like that's what i did in my life like those don't matter anymore and you realize kind of how frivolous like well i want to live in a big city so i can have access to what you know like (laughs) well none of those things matter anymore right um So you're left with like the good, you know, I guess that good gumbo that we got here in, in Alabama was like, oh, this is good stuff. Yeah. Like that's what you're left with. And 
That's fun. I um, I have a one I want to throw at you. Totally off subject, new subject. Okay. Um, as a dad, what do you think of the importance of a? Are you ready? <laughs> a church for your family. Oh man. <laughs> a big one um the importance of a church for your family so i think i would immediately attack that as you know a dad and what are his duties you know so you are the spiritual leader of your home first and foremost you the 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 you know the the biblical man hierarchy of needs right you got maslow's the biblical one for men is god your wife your children then you somewhere in there (laughs) um so getting right with god you need help to do that and that comes from a good church and not just any church that you can take your family and um sit and just sort of coast through the process you know like okay we did church today it's now this time let's go to lunch all right check the box no it needs to be equipping you to lead your family spiritually and so ask yourself you know so that's why i think it's great from a, to, if I were talking to a non-believing dad or a currently like a, someone, a dad that would call himself like a strong Christian, I, I would say the same thing. Like, is your church spirit, like equipping you to spiritually lead your family? And if that's not happening and if you find, you know, pitfalls in that, like go back. It's okay. Go back to the Bible and read again. Like, what are the roles of a pastor? What are the roles of the church? Um, it's very, very important. It's it's right up there. And so where you and where you choose to take your family, you as the spiritual leader of your family is is te- is saying, family, this is where we will learn. This is where I will get poured into. This is where my wife will. This is where our children will hear God's word and learn, you know, about the Bible. It's it subsidizes your leadership at home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, we need to tend to our children because we yeah, did they're this in there and, going the, crazy and, <laughs> and the dogs are barking. We like, hey, let's, let's, let's record something real quick. <laughs> so, let's yeah. do some family worship too because that was good. We are in Genesis and we were reading, what were we reading about? Um, well, because it's interesting because we're obviously Adam and Eve because you started. Oh, no, no, no. So, we're in our workbook, we're in Adam and Eve in Genesis, right? And teach them to work. Yeah. They're in Adam and Eve. But then we're into Rebecca and um, oh, yeah. and Isaac. Well, Abraham so is saying Abraham asking his servant to go. Get that is my Isaac. favorite Bible story. Which is neat, you know, because I think previously when I read that, or if I had heard about it, I never read it, but I would have <laughs> used it as a, those crazy Christians, who, <laughs> you know, wanting to arrange marriages and stuff like that. Like, but who arranges it? It's God. Yeah. <laughs> like. I mean, which I understand, obviously, like you can get into the, you know, godless arranged marriages and, and I'm not necessarily advocating. I'm certainly not advocating for that, you know, yeah. picture of what we think of as arranged marriages. But I, you know, but man, to compare like, let's find the one versus like go date a whole bunch of people until you find the one. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just, I think, like, go with the God thing and don't do dating. But Rebecca's, I don't know. It's funny because I, I guess I want to, I guess we're probably reading that tonight. Yep. I, it's always been my favorite just because of how 
much like how everything obviously just is like exactly like happens exactly how they are kind of wanting it to happen and then her response is just so sweet i guess and trusting and she and and that's not my nature maybe so i just love rebecca for that Mm. we'll have to get into this because um i think i told you i told the kids it reminded me of a father like really like really doing his duty and love showing love to his his, not his spouse his his son yeah like i care about the woman that you marry i care like i care about what's going to happen in your life like i care enough to have an awkward conversation with some dude's <laughs> hand under my leg. You know, like, <laughs> and send him away yeah. because it needs to be, you know, the, this person. It's great. It's a good, it's such a good story of reminding us how much we can rely on God and how much we should for something as important as marriage. So, and spouses, yes. Dogs barking, kids are crying. Yeah. Time to go. Time to go.